that's a tremendous looking trophy. One on one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's John Blind. Join me, as always, Ashley Holby. Hey, John, excited to be here. Week two of Price Watch. No price. I don't know if it's week two. It feels like week 50. Week two of doing the segment. Okay, week two of doing the segment. Fair enough. Okay. Still no price. No price. No price. Don't, don't even get me started. Well, actually, no, no date, no price. Little, but yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're going to talk about this because I'm over it. In case you don't know, <laughs> it's fucking September. So, absolutely over it. In the trophy cabinet this week, a bronze trophy for Sony letting you pre order a PlayStation, a gold trophy for Fall Guys being a mega success, and that we hit a platinum because there is new Fist gameplay. But first, PlayStation Plus games for September. Here's what they are in case you don't know. You have. PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and Street Fighter V. They're your games. And in all honesty, my my thoughts on this are, well, we did get Fall Guys last month, hey? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you care for <laughs> either of these? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious that PUBG is one of them because obviously PUBG is kind of irrelevant now yeah very irrelevant if this had to come out two years ago massive if this had to come out two years ago on ps plus it would have gotten a four guys like response i would imagine probably but it was only it was the only bad royale so yeah but now it's a yeah not great yeah i mean i i brought this several months ago for like five bucks or something it was on sale yeah and i played like two games and it is disgusting <laughs> it is terrible how how every other game the battle royale is plays better or has like at least updated constantly to like that game just still plays and looks like it's in early access or beta or something it's 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 disgusting i, I don't know uh, it's really disturbing. And uh, it's also weird because even when Xbox brought it or got like, hey, it's coming to G- Game Pass and all that, even that got a little fanfare. And that was last year, I think. So, And uh, Street Fighter Five, not even the, uh, wasn't there a better version? Super Street Fight, Super Strips, Super Street Fighter Five or something? I don't know. I can't keep up. Um, uh, championship. Champion something? edition. Something. Something like that, yeah. Uh, so it's just the normal one? Cool. I'm not sure because those were updates. Okay. Apparently. So, so maybe According to Wikipedia, them. so maybe we'll get everything, but I don't know. Won't know until we install it. <laughs> Probably. All I remember from this one is it got very mixed reviews because of characters getting locked on a disc or like similarly related drama, I believe. You know, the whole like... Okay, people- maybe those were DLC. Mm. Yeah, so mm. Mm. not a great month, I'd say. <laughs> Let's just leave it that. Yeah, not a great month. It's all right. Uh, there's plenty of games out this month that you can actually just pay for. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I have keep to pay playing. for games. Oh, I just keep playing Fall Guys. Do that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, talking about Fall Guys and PlayStation Plus. So, uh, Fall Guys, as what well, you're a gamer. Uh, today, PlayStation trumpeted the news that Fall Guys is now the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game of all time on a global basis. That is some feat considering the service has been handing out 
quote unquote free games for now for better part of a decade and that its offerings have previously included Grand Theft Auto size blockbuster fair. Um, they also updated the story to say that um, Fall Guys has also now passed 7 million copies, 7 million copies sold on Steam. So most downloaded PlayStation Plus game of all time, you're like, yep. oh yeah, like that. that's one thing. But then also I think adding on the fact that it's sold like hotcakes on Steam and the PlayStation Plus uh, part, if you, if you want to go like, oh, how'd they make any money? Like gave it away for free on PlayStation Plus. I, we don't know how that whole deal works, but it everyone kind of rumors understands that the more times people download it, they get more money. So you actually help the developers by redeeming plus PlayStation mm. Plus games. I think it's the same for games for gold. Like if you download or at least add those to your library, it triggers that you've done it. So then they get more of a payoff. So they would have got a fuck ton of money for that. And then they've sold several, 7 million copies. And not to mention people like us who, although we got the game for PlayStation Plus, we've both uh, put money well, into the yeah, costume. So, and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Any other, what do you think though? Do you think it's as, does this surprise you? Does, no, it doesn't story? surprise me. <laughs> uh, obviously, it, it's been a viral hit, so I feel like that was a made. That's a major factor as to why PS Plus was what useful for that. Obviously, everybody on PlayStation picked it up, uh, and then was talking about it, buzzing about it, showing, sharing clips, and then the streaming community sort of picked it up. So that's why there's seven million sales on Steam, seeing as it's the only other platform to pick it up on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know the buzz is building to get it on other consoles or platforms. Look People forward want to it see on Fall Guys on mobile. Yeah. Um, do you reckon it would have done on as Stadia. well? Some, what enough? <laughs> do you reckon it would have done as well if it wasn't on PlayStation Plus? Uh, probably not as well. I don't. I think obviously with like a forty dollar uh, entrance fee, that would have mm. cut cut a few people off. Uh, but you know, it definitely looked from day one. We always thought it was going to be successful. So, um, yeah, I think I think it would have done well. Just obviously not to this level. Because where the- where a slight a slight update has been big enough to be an advertising feature for a big gaming conference. Big show, yeah. Even without the PlayStation Plus thing, I think when they had that first beta uh, on PC. Where yes. some bunch of people were, was big content creators were streaming it and whatever else. That's when I feel like it suddenly started. Uh, the wheels started churning then, you know, and then shortly after, like PlayStation Plus, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good job, Fall Guys. One month until season two, by the way, if you want to update on that. Don't forget that this is your last month before we get medieval theme at some point next month. Yeah. Um, so Sony is going to let some of the US people. So this this only relates to US, but I still just think it's an interesting story. Uh, VG247 writes, you may soon get an invite to be among the first to pre-order a PS5. Sony has opened registration for invite-only PlayStation 5 pre-orders. A number of users have reported getting an email that grants them a chance to register Quote, for an opportunity to be one of the first to pre-order your PS5. The company did not offer a price nor a release date for the upcoming console. The email simply gives those who receive it a better chance at securing a unit come launch directly 
from Sony. Those interests can still register using their PSN ID, but you'll only be able to pre-order a PS5 that way if you get an invite. The criteria for those who gets invited is not very clear. Sony says selection is, quote, based on previous interests and PlayStation activities, unquote. You'll know you're among the chosen few if you get your invite before the public pre-orders open. As the fact page notes, those selected will have a limited window to make a decision and Sony does not guarantee that stock will last until everyone invited has put in a pre-order. It's also limiting it to one console per invite per PSN ID. You'll also be able to add in two extra controllers, cameras, media remotes, wireless headsets, charging stations, but you can't get more than one console. For now, the offer is only available to US residents uh, who can ship to a console to a US-based address, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I think this is hilarious and <laughs> stupid. This is like when you when you boil it down, because I, I, as soon as I when I saw this pop up the other day, when I uh, I woke up and I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it during the week, you know, like oh I hope Sony lets me pre-order it and all this sort of stuff. As soon as I clicked on the page, because I of course I'm like I freak out for a hot second. I'm like oh no, like have I missed? Have I missed oh, no, the window? In the while, yeah, have I? Have, while I've been gonna sleeping, only going to be twenty PS5s at launch. <laughs> while I've been sleeping, have I just missed one of the twenty? Um, so I go to the the, the page. I say it's US only. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But then I start reading the thing, and it's like, oh, you got to put in your PSN ID to get a chance. This is hilarious. I really hope. I really, really hope because they say based on your previous PSN activities and stuff. I fucking love the idea and hate it at the same time that they're just going to, depending on your trophy level, you'll get a high chance of getting a <laughs> PS5 ID. They're like, well, this person's got like 40 Platinums. Yeah, give them a give them a chance to do it. But then also, that's funny. But when you boil it down to it, it's also a company going, look, we may give you the opportunity to give us money and you should be happy about that. You know, like you've rolled the lottery you may now give us your money. Thank you very much. Like just the whole wording on it all is so funny. It's not like you're getting it. It's not like you're winning one. You still got to fucking register for the chance, for the opportunity <laughs> to be the first to pre-order a PS5. Thank you very much. Based on your previous activities. Look, if they open up this in Australia, you're all making fun of me for all my trophies and oh, hashtag every trophy counts all the time. But if trophies come into play... Who's going to be laughing at the end of the day when old Dylan's over here sitting here fucking hugging his PlayStation 5 because of all the Platinums? Yeah. No one then. Yep. Will ya? You'll be over there going, Dylan, I should have listened to you. I should have got more Platinums. <laughs> <laughs> Karen will be fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, this kind of, I get the impression this is for some sort of special edition. Or something as promotional no. tool. No, surely this can't be. No. Yeah, they're just not telling you yet that it's going to be no, for it's something special. It's just the normal one. Just no. Normal one. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So th let's do clarify that this is not for a special edition. This is for a normal edition. But that we however, know of. That <laughs> it is worth pointing out. This isn't suddenly replacing the way you'll only be able to get a uh, console in the US. This Maybe. is simply a way you'll be able to get it in the US. Like, yeah. I, I already know in, in the US they've had stuff like we've, we have in Australia where I know certain stores, like, you know, in Australia, we've had EB Games and JB open hey. up pages, stick your email address in, 
we'll show you. We'll let you know uh, when pre-orders open. We'll let you know when pre-orders open. So that I know some uh, outlets in the US have done that as well. However, now Sony has opened up their own page, which is this. Directly, yeah. Directly, which they're obviously going to have a uh, certain stock of consoles they're going to be able to sell directly to customers. And then their uh, GameStops and Amazons or whatever are going to have their own stock, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is just one of many ways you might be able to get a console. However, it's still fucking hilarious to think about all these different places that you've got to sign up for the opportunity to give Sony money. You better have a hundred fucking Platinums before you can give them money. I love it. I'm I'm making fun of it, but if if they did this here, I'd 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 be dropping. I'd be signing up, putting my email in, of course. Like Viva Le Deal, please give me the console. I don't know. Give me money. Would you feel good with Sony sending out your PlayStation, or would you prefer to pick it up in a store? Um, whatever gets it to me on day one, you know. But also, if 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 they like, (laughs) I'm thinking the American Postal Service is not the best. At no. the moment. So unless they're getting private couriers for every single one of those PlayStations, I would not be signing up. You know? People are just going to start s- sneaking their uh, voting mail ballots in the PlayStation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trump, you've taken things too far. Can't get my PlayStation mail yeah. to me day one. Bullshit. Get out of <laughs> that's, here. <laughs> that's how you get some true votes. I let the- everything else slide, but this is where you cross the line. <laughs> Biden's Biden's next campaign is going to be like next video next gen console launch. I'll make sure everyone can get Listen, their consoles. With launch. me as president, your mail will arrive on time. Fuck, it sounds like an eighteen twenty seven mail mail. Yeah, eighteen twenty seven <laughs> selling point for getting a president. Your mail will arrive on time. Thank God. Anyway, yeah, there's your, your way to get your PlayStation. Uh, talking about PS five. So update on all the price stuff. Kotaku writes, PS5 and Xbox Series X games will cost $100 a pop. Publishers have made plenty of noise already about the cost of developing the PS5 and Xbox Series X games. And in Australia, it looks like everyone's settling in at $100 for their next AAA titles. There's been plenty of chatter already about whether next-gen titles are going to come with a small price bump to pay for the expected increase in development. 2K were the first out the gate, announcing that their next-gen versions of NBA 2K would ship for US $69.99, which in publisher maps translates to $100 here. I like that wording by the way publisher maps uh at where the juggernaut of nba 2k goes many follow checking retail pages this morning this was written on the sunday uh morning reveals that other publishers particularly ubisoft are targeting the hundred dollar price point for their triple a games not sold as big budget experiences like the re-release of planet coaster console edition that going for more regular 79 dollars and poyo poyo tetris is priced at 59 dollars. so they've got a screenshot here it's from jb hi-fi very obviously um Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 99. Far Cry 6, 99. Watch Dogs Legions, 99. They're all pre-order prices. EB Games are known for their high RRPs, but the game has been a following suit. The PS5 edition of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is going to be staggering $120, while the PS5 re-release of Overcooked is shipping for a sizable $80. And they've got a couple other things here from the EB Games side. NBA, $109.95. Assassin's Creed, all the Ubisoft games are $100 on the EB Games website as well. Um, then they go over the cover, part of the reasons that they reckon they're, they're going up. But, I mean, we all thought 
NBA, maybe it's just one. Maybe none will follow suit. Who knows what could be happening? Don't know. Obviously, obviously th- things could change closer to release. Uh, whenever the fuck that happens, if it happens. But I think it's interesting that JB Hi-Fi and EB Games have both started putting up their pre-orders, I guess, for next-gen games. Uh, and also, it's just weird the fact you're going to have so many prices all over the place. Like, it's everywhere from, what, like 50 bucks, depending on the game, whatever Planet Coaster was, 59. Poyo Poyo Tetris, 59. Then you got some here, 99. Then you got others at 120. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that makes sense, obviously. Like, a game like (laughs) Poyo Poyo Tetris is not going to be... You would... Optically, you would not think that would be worth as much as, obviously, a AAA game like... Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm not too concerned yet. Obviously the I think it's just a placeholder price at the moment. Like obviously it's ninety nine ninety five for the Valhalla on E B. Every single PlayStation 4 game currently is ninety nine ninety five on E B pretty much, uh, as a standard. So uh again, we'll probably it will probably be a little bit less than that. Like obviously places like JB and Amazon and other places that like to discount games ahead of time will bring the price down as much. Maybe it won't drop down to like the $69 that we've been seeing previously. Mm. Um, maybe the margins have gone up a little bit like on the retailer end. Uh, so for like example, if we previously, every disc was $49 and they were selling it for $69, uh, now it would potentially be $59. And now they're going to, they could still technically sell it for sixty nine, but they wouldn't make as much money. Yeah, I would. I would expect JB to do a lower price because that's kind of what they do, but not as low as they have been. Like, if yeah. the game price is going to go up, then what? What's the average they do? Like sixty nine launch day. So then yeah, I guess like sixty nine, seventy nine, something like that. Yeah. So then maybe if it's like seventy nine or eighty nine, even I don't know. It depends what the go is but the only thing about price placeholder prices they're just all over the place you know like yeah they the, the screenshot here they have an article literally has planet coaster 79.95 nba 109.95 call of duty 119.95 and then you got the ubisoft games at 99.95 there's four completely different prices <laughs> in one screenshot image there from eb games website so it's like yeah so all over the place <laughs> yeah i mean it'll be interesting whether from there, will we have to talk about price when we're reviewing games? If something is like a good twenty, thirty dollars more expensive for no apparent reason, is that something we'll have to bring up when we're discussing the game? Um, that's that's always I thought that's always been a somewhat uh, interesting discussion point, and I back, I remember back in the day when I started writing my own game reviews on my blog i always used to include the price and whatever but then i stopped doing it because i'm like well it kind of dates the review like that's true so if you're reviewing it from a standpoint of day one it costs 99 dollars, and i'm giving this game a six but i would have given it eight if it wasn't overpriced to fuck and then so two years later it's on sale and it's really cheap and then the review's like well this game was shit and i gave it a six because of the price but if it wasn't for the price i would have gave it an eight and then it's like it's weird, you know, including price in the... It's the same as yeah. uh, no different to movies or anything, you know? Like, 
like judge the movie as the movie, not, oh, this movie's okay, but it's not worth paying insert ticket price to see in cinema. You know what I mean? Just just review it as a review it as a as it is. It's a movie. Just review it on its, its merits kind of thing, you know? Um Yeah, so that one. And then also to tease if something might be happening soon, which by the way, absolutely fucking disgusted that I go to whatever time I was going to sleep last night, Monday night, you know, August the 31st, laying in bed around midnight going, come on, cunts, <laughs> it's fucking ending of August, <laughs> where's the news? And then I, I, I go to sleep, I wake up, they still haven't announced an event, I'm like, I fucking can't handle this, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill someone. Uh, VG247 writes, PlayStation France adds four new private trailers to a PS5 playlist. Uh, PlayStation France... Uh, the news comes from Reset Era, where one particularly eagle-eyed post- poster recently spotted this quartet of sneaky uploads. One of four videos has since been revealed as the French version of Godfall Hinterclaw trailer, which debuted on the PlayStation channel earlier this week. Uh, as it stands, the remaining three videos are still listed as private and could be anything, given that they're the PS5 playlist, so it's pretty safe to assume that there are probably more trailers due to be unveiled in the near future. What we don't know is whether or not they're short clips or already revealed games, like Godfall, Hinterclaw video, or brand new releases. Um, I'm just sticking that one in the the tinfoil hat packaging to tie into the next news story. Over at Push Square. I hate this one so much. <laughs> Titled, looks like Sony will be promoting PS5 on Doritos packaging. <sighs> Depending on which country you're in, you may spot PlayStation 5 branding on packets of Doritos. The image appeared on Reddit and looks like a European, European bag of the popular chips. Seriously, what the heck is sweet chili pepper flavor? We accept chili hate wave only. Fucking Americans, I'll tell you. Either way, the promotional bag offers the opportunity for uh, consumers to win a next-gen console. It's not the first PS5 commercial we've seen as the console featured prominently during the recent Champion League's finals and also got its first advert last week, as we discussed in last week's episode of Planet Explosion. Blah, 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 blah. So I hate this for several reasons. Let's boil it down. Yep. Shitty flavor of Doritos for a start. Secondly... (laughs) (laughs) Not going to judge something until I've had a taste. (laughs) Uh, secondly how dare they do not want to see any fucking promotion for this thing at all anymore until they give me a fucking date or a price and I especially don't want to see them advertising that some motherfucker can win one when I can't even give them my hard earned money that's sitting in my bank account ready to go fuck off I'm over it it's fucking September 1st, Ash. Get angry. This is bullshit. The console, let me boil it down in case anyone's unaware. September, October, November. That's when this thing's supposedly supposed to come out. Two months from now, basically. And we still don't have a price. We still don't have a release date. Everyone's sitting at home or relaxed like, yeah, we'll just wait. They'll do it when they're ready. Yeah, that was me in February. Get angry. Get on Twitter. Let's start yelling. <laughs> Fucking pick up your Doritos. Let's go to war. I'm no longer supporting this brand. It's Smith's only. You know what I'm saying? Original no. clean cut. Listen, we live in a world where people, where Apple, Google, Samsung release a phone for like two grand days before it's released and no one bats an eye. You know? 
We've just been trained. It was eight years ago the last console was out. Things have changed. You know? They can announce the price and date a week before. People still go crazy and buy it. There's no you know, rush. You know what they do? We know what Apple doesn't do. Say they're going to give away an Apple fucking iPhone 11 on Doritos packages before they've well, announced Not it. on Doritos packages. They don't give, announce giveaways. They don't even announce the phone. They announce the phone in like September and then they put out promotional material. They don't do it before. You don't even know the phone exists. They're like, here's a thing. Everyone expects Okay, that's the only announced. difference between those. You don't know that the phone actually exists. Yeah, like you expect they'll announce a new one every year. That's a known quantity. Then they usually have the event in September or whatever, and then the phone usually comes out in October or something like that. However, they do not, until it's announced, promote it. They aren't like, hey, put your money down. Hey, pre-order this. Hey, fucking buy your twisties and get your knickers in a knot and fucking get excited about Apple iPhone 10, 11, 12. Fuck Epic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just think you're overreacting a little bit, you know. Calm down. It'll come when it comes, and then it'll... In the long run, it's not going to matter when they release all this information, so... Fuck this, I don't want it anymore. Take it back. That's it. Oh, and welcome to the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. I'm your host, Ashley Hobley, Johnny. <laughs> Just over Sorry it. to be taken over the show. Just over it, you know, like... It's September. I don't know how, I, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I feel like that is enough to explain how annoying I am. It's September. Well, we don't know when it's coming out, so... That's the problem, Ashley! <laughs> it could still be super early. You don't know. Oh, it's hurting me. It's hurting me. Could every, the PS5 could still be very far away for all we know. Every week I open my bank account, right, to check that I get paid, which everyone should do. Just helpful to make sure I get paid, right? So I have my bank account, make sure I get paid. And I've got my several accounts in there. You know, you get your savings, you got my credit card, whatever. And I've got one, which I, call, which I set up last year, an account, and it's called Next Gen Saver. And it has money in it and i look at it and i can't do anything <laughs> i mean it's good there's more money in it now than there was probably and true oh, so. i i keeps getting interest every the, now and then i've yeah, I just the put longer extra... the longer the consoles don't come out the more money i'll have in there every time there's been a story where they talk about increasing game prices and whatever i go oh fuck i better transfer over an extra ten dollars this week <laughs> <laughs> Better make sure. Next second, I'll have 10 grand in there. Still no price, no release date. I'm like, fuck, do I keep this for the PS5 or do I buy a house at this stage? Like, what do I do? (laughs) Fucking hell, get your shit together. It's September. Fuck off. Just fuck me. Like, To be fair, it only just turned September. It's not September over in America at time of recording. Uh, Odds are pretty good. Announcement as soon as this podcast comes out. So, uh, you know, just relax a little bit. I can't believe that as you're telling me to relax, I click on the next news story article, which is from Eurogamer, and for some fucking reason, it's just full of adverts for McDonald's. Hot, juicy, tasty, made with 100% beef. You're like, calm down, and I'm staring at this going, yeah. Isn't that that, calming? That would calm me down, probably. That looks disgusting, and I'd regret it, but that would calm me down. That's (laughs) Like, why do I have McDonald's ads? I've never Googled McDonald's. Like... This they is must odd. Have paid. Is that is that how yeah, it works? I don't know how it's yeah. that. I don't know. 
there you go. Anyway, um, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll move on. Uh, no, nah, hold on. This one's going to make me angry anyway, so that's fine. I'll, I'll keep angry. Uh, year again, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will offer players the choice to play in either 60 frames per second or uh, 30 frames per second mode. In the interview with Mitsu, thanks to Silly Karina, I think that's a Reddit name, right? I don't know. Where's this hyperlink go? Silicon no, Era. It's a real website. There you go. Uh, developer Insomniac confirmed it would offer 4K resolution with 60 frames per second, while 60, uh, sorry, 4K resolution with 30 frames per second, while 60 frames per second was also possible with a lower and unspecified resolution. To date, we've reportedly seen the game running 4K in 30 is what they've supposedly been showing off. And then everyone on the internet got very shitty for a good 24 hours over this. Everyone was talking about it. Oh, next gen. What's the point of next gen if it doesn't do 4K at 60? You know what I'm going to say. How long have you been listening to this show, listeners? How long have you listened to this show? You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Stop it. Stop this. <laughs> I had it up to here. 4K resolution with ray tracing at 30 frames per second in a Ratchet and Clank game in a video we've seen gameplay of looks beautiful. I've watched it on my TV. 4K 30. It looks fucking stunning. Look at Ray, Ray Trace rank Clank's head. What's the robot's head, Clank? Right. Well, look at Ray Trace Clank's head. I can't wait for Knack 3 and the Ray Trace reflections on each of his fucking little limbs. You know? And that's going to be particles. at 30. You know what I want 60, 60 frames a second in? Right? You know what I want 60 frames a second Nothing. in? Nothing. Fucking Call of Duty multiplayer, I guess. I don't know. Let, here, here's, here's the thing. You're going to have the options. Let, let, me, let me throw out the, 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 the thing here that they hopefully will have, that everyone on PC does. So here's what, here's what people on PC do for Call of Duty games. This is my example. They do it for most PC gamers do this for uh, most first-person shooters. You play through the campaign, higher settings, maybe at 30 frames per second, looks beautiful. You're like, yeah, Titanfall 2, Call of Duty, Battlefield, whatever, 4K resolution, <clears throat> whatever the last, what was, what was the last Battlefield game, fuck? Battlefield. Battlefield 1? Was it 1? Or 5? <laughs> fuck, I don't even know. Anyway, whatever one last came out, that had ray tracing on P PC, right? So you play that, 4K, ray tracing, 30 frames. Five. Was it five? Okay. With 4K, ray tracing, 30 frames per second, you play the campaign, and then everyone on PC then goes, plays the multiplayer afterwards, where they change all the settings down to low and turn that old shit off so they can get the most frames in multiplayer. So the only thing I would say that I hope for next gen, next gen, love that word, love how next gen's coming this year, um... The only thing I would hope is that when you, hopefully in Call of Duty games and similar first-person shooters, that would be a nifty feature. Let me change that. Let me go, hey, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, I would like more frames in multiplayer, but I can deal with less in single player, and I want the ray trace reflections off my shiny guns. Thank you. That's what I want. What, do you, what are your thoughts on this, Ashley Hobley? I mean, whatever. Yep, that's about <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I mean, it seems... I understand people want it to be as pretty and run as well as humanly possible, but it isn't as humanly possible. It just isn't. The tech isn't there at the moment. For the price that you're getting, likely getting the PS5 for. In a world where Minecraft with ray, ray tracing on is hard for PCs to run, how the fuck are people expecting all these more complicated games with ray tracing on and whatever else to, to run better? Minecraft was struggling. Fucking Minecraft with ray tracing. And people were like, oh man, we're struggling to hit 30 frames per second on our PCs. Minecraft! Minecraft, very intensive. You know, there's lots of blocks. I'd upgrade my PC to, to play that shit in ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to have a graphics card that could do ray tracing, so. Yeah. Now they want Ratchet and Clank at 60 of rate. No, I'm not kidding. Sorry. Anyway, uh, next story. Sony says expect more of its first party PlayStation games on, on PC. Right, Eurogamer. I just realized I've got a lot of Eurogamer this week and every single fucking page has this McDonald's ad on it. What is going on? <laughs> fucking hungry now. Um, wow. <laughs> it's weird. I, don't, I never usually pay attention to the ads, but for some reason this McDonald's one's just like sticking out. It's working. I'm hot, juicy, tasty. 100% beef. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds great. Lactose intolerant? Get rid of the cheese? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I, I haven't had McDonald's for years, but um, yeah, I want a burger now. Uh, but, in its, but listen, it, you're loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it, yeah. <clears throat> loving it. Uh, in its 2020 corporate report, Sony talked about the future of PlayStation and, of course, the upcoming release of the PlayStation 5, buried within its generic non-committal notes in a single nugget. The confirmation Sony will release more of its games on PC. PlayStation has largely ignored PC, instead focusing on creating exclusive for its consoles. While its marketing for PS5 has reinforced the idea of console exclusives, Sony has begun to dabble with putting its PlayStation games on PC with the release of PS4's exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn on Steam in August 2020. Quote from the corporate report, that was already, uh, we will explore expanding our first-party titles to the PC platform in order to promote further growth in our own, in our profitability. That means more PlayStation exclusives are coming to PC, but what they note, and by they I mean Eurogamer, says Dreams, Spider-Man, Ratchet & Clank, Spider-Man's Miles Morales, blah, 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 blah. Of course, it's worth noting that Although it wasn't published by them, Death Stranding was, of course, the kind of the, the gate opener in a lot of ways, and then Horizon Zero Dawn followed it up. Um, I don't think this is a shock at all. I think it'd be weird if they only did one. Like if the, if they only, if they only brought over Horizon Zero Dawn and then they never did any more, you'd be like, why did you open the the gate to? exploring pc ports and then you only did one like did it do that poorly uh and maybe if it did they wouldn't do more but that would be a bit silly i hope and and this is what i would expect to see is that they're just going to port so maybe you get spider-man next year and you get spider-man miles Morales the year after you know what I mean? Like it, they just space them out so that they have a console. They keep them console exclusive for the first year or something like that, and then they can port them over to PC over there. I would not see Sony. I do not see Sony doing Microsoft type shit because they don't need to and they don't. They wouldn't want to, and they would still want to keep their console there. Hey, you want to buy our yeah. console? 
go spend money and buy our console, play our games there. So, yeah, I would say at least a year. Maybe two for some games. I would say at least two at minimum. Yeah, maybe not all games though. Depends on the maybe game. Maybe like smaller games, but they're AAA PlayStation Studios exclusive games. I'd expect at least two years. Well, if Spider-Man came out next year, well, that'd be two years, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then they could put out Miles. Uh, see, but I would say Spider-Man comes out next year. That's like two years. But then you could put out Miles Morales only a little bit after that because it's like an expansion. I don't care, really. <laughs> <laughs> PC players, just buy a PS5. Um, I, I suspect they'd probably like slowly trickle out their back catalog before Miles Morales would come out. So, uh, obviously, the big one they want is Bloodborne. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, Bloodborne. So, you know, put that out. Uh, the Uncharted games, I suspect. You reckon? That would... Yeah. What diggity dog. And le- at least the original trilogy, maybe not four. But see how that goes. Uh, it makes sense. Um, what, Horizons currently costs $75 to pick up on Steam? Something like that, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just another source of revenue and another market obviously these people who buy it on pc we're never going to buy playstation 5 Mm. uh so or ps4 so you just have to find another way to get the money so (laughs) uh yeah i think of note i guess for this is the the one thing connecting death stranding and horizon is they're both made on the decimate engine. engine which obviously they've proven has been uh, capable to port over to PC without too much. Apparently, well, reading some of these reviews on Steam, there's been some crash issues. But apparently, yeah. So apparently, I've played it obviously, but apparently the Horizon one has had a bunch of issues, and they've had to put out several fixes. But I never had any issues with Death Stranding. But but I mean, like at the end of the day, both games were ported on the same engine. Where I whereas you're saying like Uncharted and stuff. They were made, they would be really interesting, especially the trilogy, because they were made on the PS3 and then they got the remake remasters. But you got to wonder how much of the core principle of those games and like how hard it would be to then port them to PC outside of that infrastructure. I would say, I would guarantee that any game that's that is on PS3 that has not got a port to PS4 would just be impossible to bring to PC because <clears throat> anything made for the PS3 was just so made for that completely complicated PS3 in- infrastructure architecture, yeah. architecture. Yeah. Whereas anything made for PS4 is probably easier to, from what I understand to, to bring over to PC. So um, yeah, if I was to say one thing, I would be wanting to give another go on PC. It would be Bloodborne. Yeah. Because hopefully, 60 frames per second. 4K, yeah. Oh, calm down. Let's just get 60. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go crazy now. Um, and now let's get to the juice of this episode. All right, let's, 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 let's get what we've all been coming here for. Fisk got new gameplay. That's right. During game, Gamescom, they got five minutes of gameplay during IGN's... Um, I don't know if they had an official name for it. Anyway, they, they're Gamescom coverage stuff. It's uh, five minutes of gameplay with a developer talking in the background, kind of explaining 
what's happening and what's going on in it. And uh, it's looking very good. I, I'm surprised. Here's the thing. I'll be completely honest. Because, of course, we was covering this as a meme at first. And every time that I see it now, and it continues to actually look pretty fucking good, I'm like, this... This is no. This is not a meme now. This is everyone should be paying attention to this. If you're not keeping up, because this gameplay does a, a way better job of explaining what the game is. Fist is a hundred percent a Metroidvania or a, like a Metroidvania. However, I would say that based especially off this gameplay that's seen in this this five minute video, it looks more more the combat's more around i guess and they explain it in the video as well combos with different sorts of weapons so for instance you have your fist because you play as a little rabbit character uh what's his name right starts with r i can't even remember raymond ran on something like that um he's got his little fists he can beat people up with but then you can also switch switch to a drill and then also a whip. Now each has their own combos and ways you can interchange. And you can you can apparently switch the weapons on the fly to pull off different sorts of combos and these sorts of things. And they explain there's no block button in the game. So it's a very aggressive combat where you have to you can dash to get out of the way of sorts of things and whatever else. But then there's an enemy they show towards the end of the video that's like this range thing that that throws around a whole bunch of dis discs in a room and they're like, well, you have to get close to it to be able to hurt it, but you have to get through these discs. So it's, it's and there's another enemy that has a, a giant swinging attack and they explain you have to get real close to it. And it's, it's like risk reward for the combat. Uh, there is a parry, but no block is what it seems like. So you can, you can kind of time a parry right and, and block that way, but there's no like hold L1 to, to block incoming attacks constantly type thing. Um, I think it looks really, really good. Animations look fantastic. I like the design of the enemies. Um, don't get more on the story in this, but we covered that previously where the story sounds interesting enough anyway. Basically sounds like you've got this world where there's uh, robotic creatures or whatever have come down. Uh, they've taken over where the the planet that this what the fuck is his name i can't remember it's like raymond or raycon or something jesus Christ. uh that your little character lives on and then at the start of the game his best mate who i was a bear that we saw in the last trailer uh he gets kidnapped and then you're on a you're on a Rayton. mission hey Rayton. 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 Right. Yeah. there we go uh yeah so his his best mate the bear gets kidnapped and it seems you're on a mission to to save him and put a stop to the to the mechanical beasts that are ruling this this planet is what it seems like. Um, yeah. Uh, do, you have any th do you have any thoughts on this new? <clears throat> looks difficult. <laughs> you think it looks difficult? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, look, it, it looks good. I don't know. The combat looks like it's going to be uh, going to have a steep learning curve. That kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, I think, and one thing they say in the video as well is that they're like, we want people to, kind of find their own style to play the game so and then there's a part in it where they stop at a, a machine where you can replenish your health and i assume is a checkpoint but it also has a button where it says like click square or whatever to buy upgrades so i think that like if you if you prefer to play at a little bit of a distance and you like playing with the whip for example 
then you could spend a bunch of your upgrade points on getting whip combos, I would assume, to make your playthrough easier. And you could kind of play that way. Whereas maybe you're someone who prefers the drill, which is a slower, uh, heavier hitting weapon. And then you can buy upgrades for that sort of combo. Because uh, fr from the sounds of it, although they say certain weapons are good for certain enemies or whatever, it sounds like you're going to be able to just play. Like there's no punishment for trying to play it a, a certain sort of way. Some of the weapons are used for platforming and stuff as well. Like there's a there's a section in the video where they show the whip is used for uh, grabbing onto robots to to like to, to whip yourself across uh, full guts. on Celeste shit. Yeah, like Celeste like <laughs> stuff. I guess if that's want to go with that one, Just putting that keyword in there. Put that keyword. in. Um, but no, I, th I think it looks really good. Like that, that's the thing. Like when we when we watched that original trailer li last year, I was like, this yeah, the art style and the character design and everything was all we really had. And I was like, this looks fucking awesome, just based on the the artwork. But I'm 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 happy to have been a on board day one because I actually think it's it's shaping up to be a like it just looks like a really good Metroidvania, really like a legit yeah. good <laughs> Metroidvania. With full-on boss battles and all sorts of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Very, very keen. Um, it's supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, it's coming to PS4, and they also revealed it's now coming to PC as well as the other thing. So, there you go. King, 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 king. Fist, game of the year, 2020. 2029. I don't know. Game of the year whenever it comes out. And that'll do it for this week's episode of platinum explosion don't forget to follow us all on twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash twitter you can suggest topics or send any questions for the show by emailing mildexplosionnetwork.com with the subject line platinum explosion playstation if you want to leak the release date of ps5 there that would be great and until next week remember every trophy counts especially if you're an american it helps you order a fucking ps5 <laughs>don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can find more great shows like this and more content over explosionnetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our ko-fi page by heading to explosionnetwork.com support thanks for listening